Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is a pen name that I came up with here at LOL Sober. Uh, welcome to the fall. I believe September 22nd is the beginning of fall in the Northern Hemisphere. And so welcome to uh, leaves changing colors. Lots of change. Uh, yeah, I don't like change, except I do like the leaves when they change. So um, I've been thinking a lot lately. I don't pray as much as I should. I, I, I wish I prayed more. I wish I could get more into prayer and not just do it when people remind me to do it. Um, I wish it was like something I just woke up with and just wanted to do. And I just, it, honestly, it's always been a weak part of my program. And I think deep, deep, deep down, I don't say this out loud, but I think the truth is it's been a struggle. It's probably going to remain a struggle. It just isn't something that I love to do. And I'll keep trying, though, you know. I have, though, been thinking lately about, like, what's the best prayer? What are What's my favorite? And I ultimately settled on um, thinking about what, what's the most underrated sobriety prayer. Uh, and so, like, I love the serenity prayer, which I think everybody... Everybody knows and everybody kind of likes, I think, has a very high approval rating. But I don't think you can consider the serenity prayer underrated. We say it all the time, you know. I love the seventh step prayer, which if you, in case you forgot, um, the seventh step prayer goes, My creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. I love that one. I love, 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 love that prayer. Um, I also, I like the third step prayer, which I won't say the whole thing, but it begins, uh, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. You can f finish the end of that one. We've all said that one at meetings. Uh, that's a good one. I like that one. I know some people like the Lord's prayer, but man, that one's not for me. I'm sorry. I just don't love it in my own program. And in fact, when I'm at a meeting and the chairperson says, we'll close with a, with the Lord's prayer or a silent meditation of your choice. I choose the silent meditation. <clears throat> I also have a deep appreciation for the idea of prayer for others that's in our sober literature. Um, I don't remember exactly where it is in the big book, but it's in there that suggested that when we have a resentment for someone that we come up with the absolute very best well-meaning prayer possible for that person and then say it for two weeks straight. And I have used that concept many, many times over the years, and it has worked 100% of the time for me. So I consider that one, I, that might be my second, that idea of praying for others. The, praying for the people we dislike the most or were they most angry at. I think that might be my second most underrated uh, concept of prayer in the program. But... After listening to that long list, none of those are my number one most underrated prayer. That honor goes to, drumroll please, that honor goes to the set-aside prayer, which I, I really love, especially right now. Um, in case you've never heard it before or haven't heard it in a while, I'll just say it. The set-aside prayer goes like this. God, please help me set aside everything I think I know about myself, the 12 steps, the big book, the meetings, my disease, and you, God. 
so I may have an open mind and a new experience with all these things. Please let me see the truth. Oh man, that prayer really hits home for me right now because um, I just keep getting reminded that knowledge is not always my friend when it comes to sobriety. Um, I sometimes I think I know shit. You know, I've been sober since 2008. I've read all the books. I've worked the steps. Uh, I've been to probably, I think about probably 3,000 meetings, something like 2,500 meetings. I know the stuff you need to know. I did all the homework. But that knowledge only gets me so far. You know, it's a great, it's great to have it. I, I'm glad I have it. But it's a little bit like if I memorized the Buffalo Bills offensive playbook and I knew every single assignment of every single player on the field, that does not mean I can play in the NFL. <laughs> the, the knowledge itself only gets me so far. That analogy um, that analogy falls apart a little bit because uh, I never had any. You have to have some athleticism. Um, to play in the NFL, I don't have enough of that. So even if I knew the playbook at my absolute athletic peak, I was not going to be in the NFL. You, but you get my point, though. You know, knowing stuff is a great starter kit for sobriety. I would say it's absolutely necessary to know the, the basics. But there's so much more to it than that, you know. And that's why I love the part of that prayer where it asks God, Help me put down all my experience, all my expertise, all my ego. Just leave it at the door in every meeting and go in looking for a new experience. And that shit happens, doesn't it? I mean, it does. How many times have you been at a meeting and heard someone say, geez, I, I've read this part of our literature a hundred times and I never noticed this sentence here or that paragraph there. I'd argue, I've said that myself too, by the way, but I'd argue that um, for me or for any, almost anybody else, we probably did read it before and we probably did notice it before, but um, usually the people that I've heard say it, you know, they're at a stage in their recovery where that section that they're pointing to, it now applies to them in a new and different way that they're, they're just catching now at this stage of their life, at this stage of their recovery. Um, I will say that as I was writing this entry, I pondered um, who all I've heard say that exact thing over the years at meetings. And it's often the people that I see at the most meetings, the most regular sobriety people. And they usually have the kind of recovery that I want, you know? It, and it's because of that exact thought process. It's people who never consider themselves finished products, who've heard it all before. And if we were giving out master's programs in sobriety, they might be up for them. But they are—they um, didn't get the degree and just peace out. They're still coming. They're the people who, to go back to that, my favorite, most underrated prayer, they're the people who are setting aside everything they think they know. And they're seeing the benefits. And so as of today, the first day of fall, September 22nd, uh, the set-aside prayer is my favorite prayer. And I wrote as of September 22nd because it dawned on me the paradox of, uh, of how the prayer itself applies to the prayer, which means I'm going to try to wake up on September 23rd and have set aside everything I think I know about everything in life 
including my favorite prayers. Uh, we'll see what September 23rd brings. <laughs> if I did this list again, maybe I'll have an open mind and come to a new conclusion. But as of right now, uh, set aside prayer, man. You can't beat it. Thanks for letting me share.